and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson, and as always, joined by my brother, Justin Moss. Hi, Nicholas. What's up, Justin? How are you? I am good. How are you doing? I'm just happy to see you, Nick. That's <laughs> seems, how I am. Seems All like right. you're only happy to see me when we start this podcast. That's not true. By the end, you're not. Why really are you spreading happy. fake news? <laughs> That's what they do on the internet, don't they? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, here we oh, go. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to talk about salt, being salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, I pray that the, this episode is no different. Um, no matter how we feel. I pray that we um, only speak Jesus and give that salt and light out as uh, he's called us to do. And this episode, this topic, uh, disclaimer to kind of start it off, is um, is easier to talk about um, from the from the perspective of not being in one. Um, so I pray that um, we can share in a way that is uh, sensitive to maybe the listener or two that uh, maybe are in the middle of one. But this topic is joy in the trial. Um, like I said, it's going to be an easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not talking from the side of perfection, um, but hopefully share on a few things that maybe help someone listening uh, that may be in a trial or maybe even equip each other um, mm. for one that may be coming um, or may- maybe one that we're currently in. So um after like prayer and talk that that was kind of what came um to our hearts and and you agreed that um we should kind of expand on this a little bit so Mm -hmm. i'm curious on where where you want to start with that one yeah thank you for doing the disclaimer yeah i hadn't thought about that but it's like a, a, a a thing that we have to say because a lot of people will speak from a position of victory but we don't we have not received our ultimate victory to yeah. be, you know, face to face with our Lord and Savior. So what we are going to speak about truly is what we know to be true, what we, you know, hold fast to, mm-hmm. but we have not perfected it by any means, right? We're mm-hmm. just as susceptible as the next person um, to, to fall prey to the attacks of the enemy, mm-hmm. um, to have our joy stolen from us, and to even um, forget that we have joy mm-hmm. right that no matter what happens to us on earth we get heaven you know what i mean and there's some examples um that that are in the bible we're probably gonna bump up against each other i bet uh, at least on one portion of scripture i assume <laughs> um but one i wanted to talk about um to start off um was the philippian jailer nice you were there nope okay um and act 16 because when you look at the life of Paul, like Paul has, you know, one of the one of the most documented um, portions of ministry in history about how he went about his ministry. One of the largest um, uh, out, uh, outside of Jesus, obviously, effects of how he ministered, um, but also the trials that he went through were so well documented. Mm that it's something that we should learn from because we never see Paul go, woe is me. Paul was always looking for the future and what the future was and knowing that he had a place. Well, it's important to note 
that the reason Paul had that perspective because he never forgot where he came from. Mm -hmm. He never forgot that the very people that he had alongside him that he was seeking to minister to and the places that he were going were the same places that he went and persecuted his people, mm. his people, mm -hmm. right? So he never forgot that. And the reason I'm telling you that before we get into the Philippian jailer is because we should not forget where we came, come from, right? Mm. We came from sin and death right. and we inherited, you know, life. Mm -hmm. So because that, we have to have that counterbalance, that look back to one, we're not owed anything because we made this transition, but we still were given everything, right? We had nothing. We were given everything. We were sinners in need of a savior. We were wretched. You know, we, we were decaying literally, mm -hmm. right? And physically we were decaying mm -hmm. and still are from a body perspective, but our soul was saved. Mm -hmm. Our soul is eternally saved. So when we look at what joy is, joy is going to always kind of have some kind of balance to whatever the opposite of joy is. And I'm not going to go into explaining that. But we should know that we have joy and we should kind of hold fast to that joy, knowing where we were mm. and where we're going. Mm. Right. And that's how you get the joy through the trials. But like you said, easier said than done. Mm. Acts. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, no. Good, okay. You're good. Acts, uh, Acts 16. I'm going to read verses 25 through 34 again. This is the Philippian jailer. There's there's a good amount here, but this is one of one of my favorite stories in the Bible about what it looks like to, to have joy in the trial, mm. but one of the best, if not the best to show what happens when other people see you having joy in a trial and what it does to them. And then the ripple effect to them and their family. And then all of a sudden the whole entire Philippian community mm -hmm. because of this event, mm. right? Because joy in the trial. So Acts chapter 16, verses 25 through 34. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakening from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called out with a loud voice, saying, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, and all those who were in his house, and he took them that same hour of the night and washed their stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them. He rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. So again, a lot in this story, but Paul and Silas were in stocks. They were actually like pinned up, right, in chains, literally like stretched out in some level of feces and pee like at their feet. Mm -hmm. And there's it's debates on how far up mm -hmm. like how long they, they've been there. Yeah, how long they've been there, but how far up that that matter was in their body. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Was it to the knees, ankles, feet? Mm -hmm. They were in the worst place ever, right? The smell, the stench, the uncomfortableness. 
the darkness, not knowing where you were, not knowing like what time it was. And they're just there praising the Lord and singing hymns and praying. And you can imagine like the jailer probably went to sleep hearing that noise from them and then woke up and heard nothing mm -hmm. because even Paul and Silas were like, whoa, that was cool. Yeah. Right. What just he, happened? Yeah. And he woke up, the jailer woke up and was, you know, dumbfounded because everything was open. He's like, that's it. This was my job. This was what I was supposed to do. They're going to kill me because, you know, this is a death sentence because I let all these people out. Yeah. So I'm dead. Meanwhile, Paul and Silas were in that trial exhibiting joy. And at some point when the Philippian jailer heard their voices, there was a recognition on Paul and Silas's part. Okay, this is why I was here. Mm -hmm. The whole reason I was here mm -hmm. was to meet this dude, mm -hmm. right? But the Philippian jailer like, had not only his foundation physically shook, mm -hmm. he had his foundation spiritually shook, mm -hmm. right? Like he did not know what was what. <laughs> that joy that was being displayed by Paul and Silas before the earthquake fully resonated with the Philippian jailer after he's like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like I locked these dudes up in the worst part of this jail. They were singing, they had a chance to flee and they stayed like, what is happening? Yeah. Right. That joy that we can have in the trials will look the exact same to everybody else around us when we're able to do that, knowing that even if we don't get out of that prison, we still get to go to heaven. There's nothing anybody or anything can do here on earth to take that from us. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, easier, easier mm -hmm. said than done. Mm -hmm. A lot easier said than done. Yeah, it's 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 cool, too, because the picture it, it, it paints in my head is the the witness that that Paul and them leave here. Because, mm -hmm. like you said, they could have just got up and ran at that point and caused more chaos um, within the already chaotic situation because I, I, I don't think they felt earthquakes very often. It's not like this was in California or something. Like, <laughs> right. So I think the earthquake and everything alone was probably enough to, what you said, like make them shook, you know, yeah. like so they're, um, but the witness for Paul and Silas and those prisoners to stay still, one, to like not move, mm -hmm. um, know that God was working at that moment um, and still be a light in that literal darkness, you know, mm -hmm. like it was a physical darkness, but yet they were still illuminating their belief and their faith through their action, mm -hmm. which was intriguing to that prison or to the, to to the, the jailer. jailer. Yeah. Cause he was like, well, what, like, how, how can I get this? You know, like how, how are you so calm and collected mm -hmm. And not running away, like even though you're probably here for, you know, uh, a reason that's not just, mm -hmm. you know, like because he's, you know, he's going through a situation that none of us could put ourselves into. You know, we can imagine it. You know, mm -hmm. so maybe someone listening has been, you know, to jail and have seen that side of things. But this is like more of an in, inhumane side of jailing yeah a little know? bit different than what we yeah, have like right a little now. more old school than what what we're yeah. dealing with nowadays but either way like it's it, they're imprisoned and they're in a situation that they could have just been full caught up in emotion and depressed and mm -hmm. uh you know like the what was me like you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. but no like what what was their reaction to it is praise and worship mm -hmm. during 
which then was very uh, enticing to those around them. So mm. that's like that salt, you know, like it yeah. was like a flavor that the people were like, man, like, how do I, how do I get some? Mm. And, you know, the acronym for joy is Jesus, others, and uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always change it to Jesus over yourself, because mm. I feel like if you put Jesus over everything, including yourself, then others and all that will all happen. Right. You know, because you'll be following Jesus and doing what he says to do. And I feel like that's Paul's witness in this story was mm. he put Jesus in front of even himself and everything else. And even in the pits, he ends up released, you know, taken care of mm. as far as bandages and wounds and all that kind of cleaning mm. um, got right. And but then also got like a whole household. Right. And then you like you said, that ripple effect even caused the city to be right. And, you mm. know, and so on. And even to this day, where Philippians is like a book that we all appreciate and, yeah. and, and glean from, you know, and that's, that's through a trial. Yeah. Through a tr- great, great, great point. Right. Through that trial that if anybody said, Oh, I got locked up in the stocks and, and, uh, and Philippi, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm done. That's it. That, that would be the end of my story or a pause or something to yeah. get out or something. Yeah. Um, but the, the other two other points I wanted to make, first of all, like everybody remembers the Philippian jailer's household, but I'm going to go back real quick um, because of what it says in the very first verse here. It says, and the prisoners were listening to them. Right. Okay. Mm. So when the Philippian jailer goes, he finds all of the prisoners there. Mm-hmm. Right. So not only did the Philippian jailer and his household um, get saved and everything. There was a witness so strong mm-hmm. that every other prisoner that was in there with them did exactly what Paul and Silas were doing. Mm. They waited, right? They didn't leave. And think about that, right? Because mm. we don't. We, it, it's not said. However, many people were there, or why they were there, or why, yeah, or why they were there, right? Yeah. And, and and we could take it to the extreme and say it was full of uh, you know murderers, murderers and rapists, yeah. right? Because it was the worst people that that society had at that point. But to get those people to, 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 to stay put and listen mm-hmm. and not, op, not take an opportunity, but to watch all this happening, mm-hmm. right? To see these guys come into your jail with you, to see these guys start praying and, and singing hymns mm-hmm. and earthquake shakes everybody loose and to see these guys just wait and then have the jailer come in and then fall at their feet. Mm-hmm. Imagine, mm-hmm. right? So that's what joy and trials will look like to everybody else. Like you said, that ripple effect will go so far. Yeah. And I could think of a couple instances off the top of my head where I've seen a brother and sister go in in Christ, go through something that I couldn't fathom going through Mm. and them go through it with like a joy and a, and a worship where Mm. I'm like, I don't understand how you're doing that, but God has you ready for that obviously. Mm. And, but it's a witness to me where I'm like, there is hope in that because you can, endure through a trial even a huge one mm-hmm. um and still be worshiping god like it that was like a proof like the proven fact it's like this this these verses that we're reading here are that example to us like hey this this can be done you can do one you can do what the world's going to do and freak out or you can do <laughs> what you know what the example in the bible tells us to do and it's it's to worship in that moment because mm. you can change your mindset with a worship song alone like 
yeah. you know, when we're at, when we're at home, my wife does it a lot where she's, you know, if something becomes overwhelming or like there's something going on, uh, one of her first moves is, you know, it's either going to read or pray, but also let me turn on some worship music because it mm-hmm. changes the mood, not only for herself, but also those around, because if mm-hmm. it's like the kids going crazy and all of a sudden, you know, some Jesus music's bumping, right. the kids are going to like, they're going to ultimately calm down, you yeah. know, or, or at least start listening to some words that are going to edify them and then ultimately calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Audrey. Man. She, has to deal with, she has to deal with you and the kids. <laughs> right. She's like, we should probably just stop and pray for zone her right defense. now. <laughs> zone defense. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Yeah. We had to get good at that after having more than two kids. We huh. were you like, guys right, have no, man, man to man no more. No more man to man. It's all zone now. It's all zone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what the, the second, the second to last thing, um, about the, the action and the trials is what we do in those situations, prepare us for the next one. Mm-hmm. If you get stuck in that trial and you mentally and spiritually don't make it out of that trial and it becomes part of your emotional baggage and luggage that you refuse to take out of your backpack and leave at the cross. Mm. So when you do that, the next one becomes that much harder and it's, you know, air quotes here, but another trial, another problem, another, 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 right? And Mm -hmm. these things begin to pile on so that it's a weight and a burden that's over your head that you feel like you can't, you can't take anymore. Mm those aren't our burdens to -hmm. carry, right? Right. The very things that should have kept Paul in bondage were loosed Mm -hmm. physically and spiritually. He was freed, but he wasn't just freed to go walk the streets of where he was. He was blessed. He was taken care of. Mm -hmm. He was fed, Mm -hmm. right? He baptized people, right? Mm -hmm. Like his ministry was exponentially more probably when he left the jail than when he came into that area. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like it was a encouraged way- and motivated even a hundred percent for sure. So we, we should look at each of the trials that we make it through mm. and then claim that victory in Jesus's name, because that's exactly what happened so that we know I can make it through this. I can make it through the next one, right? The worst thing that can happen to us is we die, which is the best thing that can happen to us because we get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for quick death, you know what I mean? <laughs> but what I'm advocating for is that like we should be able to find joy in those trials and claim those victories, but we have to know that each one that comes isn't another one, it's another opportunity. Paul took this opportunity like no other, right? but it wasn't, after he realized the situation he was already preparing himself in prayer and singing before anything else happened Mm. he didn't know all that was going to happen yeah he was preparing himself either way lord i don't know what's going on but this is all you Mm -hmm. imagine yeah that's that uh again that easier said than done because he he's in that moment and Mm. and you know talking from being outside the moment i'm like how can he even do how can you deal with that but like you said like each each trial we go through makes us stronger and also better and prepared for the next one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, what John sixteen thirty three Jesus says, I have told you all this so you may have peace in me here on earth. You will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I love that verse. Yeah, that's like, like a powerful promise. Mm-hmm. Because it promises you trials and sorrows, but mm-hmm. also promises you that 
don't worry about it because Jesus overcame the world mm -hmm. and overcomes the world. So if we're in Jesus, we are overcomers, right? That's what Romans talks about. So mm -hmm. we have that overwhelming victory in Christ. So no matter what trial or sorrow that we go through here is not one to slow us down. It's actually one to build us up and make us more effective mm. um, for his for his work. For his glory. For yeah. his, you know, and that's mm. that's our our job, our duty here on earth. <laughs> you said duty. I did say duty on purpose, oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, the verses that we probably would uh, cross over, I would think, in this topic uh, would be in James. Yeah. Um, so James chapter one. I just had two through four, but this is exactly what we're talking about, where mm -hmm. the faith is going to the 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 faith and the joy in the trial you get not i don't want to say get something out of it but some, you get gain out of it you get mm. better from it and james in the nlt verses two through four says dear brothers and sister sisters when troubles of any kind come your way consider it in an opportunity for great joy for you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow so let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing, or uh, New King James, lacking nothing, lacking, yeah. which I like that. I like the lacking nothing because we are lacking everything on this mm. side of eternity, especially even more so if we don't have Jesus. But mm. having Jesus at least gets us to the next point in life so we have that opportunity to have joy through the through the trial um, and then even to have faith in something in order to endure that trial too, because if we, you know, I, I make the joke all the time. It's really not a joke, but I hmm. make the joke that, you know, without Jesus, I'd probably be like crazy by now with mm. how much driving I have to do and just, you know, work and the stresses of obviously life and, and moving through this world. But it like without, without some sort of hope and something anchored, something to be anchored to, like, I feel like I'd be like whipped and tossed literally everywhere. Yeah. And at the same time, you could see how people have like a, a defeatist mentality because they don't, they don't see anything good mm -hmm. like in their future. Mm. So it's just problem after problem, like you said, where, you know, without our hope in Jesus, we would, we would be that, right. you know, we would be yeah. I, like, I don't know how either, you know what I mean? I, I do, I do recognize that there would just be like a lot more like anger and negativity and animosity, strife, right? Strife. But yeah. when, even when I say that and think about that, like that's exactly what the world is experiencing right now. Yeah. So everybody sees, you know, gas prices go up and they're freaking out and they're mad and they're upset. I'm still mad. <laughs> right. I'm still mad. <laughs> Oh no, I haven't got over yeah, that. No, there's no joy in that trial, Justin. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> bringing up sour stuff. <laughs> why are you bringing up? Why are you bringing up sour stuff? <laughs> uh, you Just know what? I, I, that was actually a touchy subject. <laughs> this has proved that Nick and I have not figured this out. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk first. <laughs> no, no. Um, but that um, that's what the world is experiencing right now because they don't have you know that keyword that hope. Mm -hmm. They don't have anything to look to look forward to, but we have to be mindful that we have to show that joy in the trials because if we don't, who will? Right. You know what I mean? If Paul would not have done what he did in that Philippian jail, then, you know, who knows what would have happened? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If he would have left, even if he would have 
done the first half of that story mm-hmm. and then bolted because he was free, it wouldn't have been a witness. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? He would have been just like any other criminal that's ever been locked up, just took advantage of that opportunity. Mm. But he but but he didn't, you know, and I knew we were going to uh, bump up against each other and James, but I had to I had to put it oh, in yeah. there. But I like how yours says great joy. joy yeah, an opportunity for great. Joy. Yeah, great joy. That, that's awesome. Right. Because when I first read this, um, which was like early, very, very early on my walk, I read this and I was like, I was shaking my head and I was mm. like, yeah, come on. Yeah, this is no, I'm sorry. This That's impossible. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's happy when they're going through a trial. Fake news. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it is one of those. It is a group of verses. I feel like James one in general um, is the chapter of that where it's like, what are you like a first time read through? Yeah. You know, like because it's even talking about being a doer, not a sayer, you yeah. know, like so there's like a lot of. <laughs> A lot of call outs within those ver- the, within that chapter that makes you like at first be like, yeah, that's pretty much impossible. But the thing is, is a lot of things that we're called to do is impossible. But with God, he makes it possible, mm-hmm. you know, like it, like, you know, like even to love other people in general or to have love for someone you don't know, like mm. that's not something that's humanly possible like you can get it to a certain point but to actually like love someone especially when it's like an unlovable person or someone yeah. that hasn't been loving to you or maybe you're in the middle of a trial and you're just grumpy because of it like mm-hmm. you know it's easier to be just mad and and mm-hmm. not love somebody so we do have to lean on our faith in god faith in jesus in order to get through those trials because mm-hmm. you're we're not going to have that great joy without something you know something to be anchored to because we will get tossed in, like the the waves you know the, the verses about being tossed to and fro like yeah. a wave um which may even be in james one too i think like now i'm thinking about it, i'm like uh, <laughs> possibly not um but for you know for me i can't man I, like there's so many things going through my head right now because we do have so much opportunity to be that witness to other people, whether it be in a trial or not. But I feel like um, we don't know what other people are going through. So they could have that grumpy attitude because of a trial or they could have, (laughs) you know, something going on that we don't know about. So we, instead of being so quick to be meet them with that same animosity, Mm. we have to find a way to, to be able to worship with them and bring them to that place of worship too. And maybe I'm, I'm not saying just like in song, like I'm just saying in general, like if you're talking to someone you can tell they're like broken or physically hurting in some way, shape or form, try to get to their level and understand and get to their perspective in order to minister to them. Don't just go the other way. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like, um, we can just be like, Oh, I'll I'll pray for you. And then you walk away Mm. or I'll pray for somebody to intervene. Mm. But like, if, if the Lord isn't answering that prayer to get someone else there, like you are probably the answer to the prayer. Right. On some way, your witness on some level, the timing of you being there. I was going to say that divine appointment. Like there's so much of it. Yeah. And that's where, um, many podcasts we have talked about this. But like being open and availing yourself for what the Lord can do mm-hmm. is that ministry of presence. Yeah. Like you're there. 
you're not there to solve the problem, to run the numbers and the math and do a do a SWOT analysis on the person's <laughs> situation. You know what I mean? That's not what you're there for. Right. Right? We're there to minister. And sometimes that ministry is just to shut up and listen because that person has to vomit on you. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and and sometimes that's what it is. Or other times it'll start to click where like the person that's talking is going to speak about their situation. And it's like, you went through the exact same thing. Right. So you can speak from a place of victory. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then other times it's somewhere, it's somewhere in between. But I, early on in, uh, in, in my desire to serve in my walk, um, you know, Marla and I, my wife and I had like a, a conversation and, you know, I was explaining to her, like, I just want to, I want to be available. So whatever the Lord has, like, I just want to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the Lord's going to bring you into, but there's, there's like situations that have happened that I've availed myself that I was not, was not prepared for. And then somebody, you know, gave me their trial. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, you should have joy in the trial. Right. And in my mind, I'm going through this, but the Lord like stopped me from speaking. And then afterwards I got to kind of think about it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I share, I'm, I'm almost positive. I shared it with her, but had I had spoken, it would have been like, so, so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't give you joy in your trial. Mm-hmm. I could tell you who can, I can't give it to you. Mm-hmm. I could tell you who can and what he did and how he did it and how amazing it was. And maybe that imparts a little bit of uh, inspiration in you to seek him for that same type of uh, experience. But I can't personally tell you or give it to you and hand it and be like, here, here, this is it. Yeah, take this. Yeah, take take this. <laughs> so moving um, moving to my next verses. Sing the I, song, Nick. Well, move it, move it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> now that we're recording, I'm not going to start singing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I got you. Not make me embarrassed, uh. and not even do it. <laughs> but now everyone's going to ask, what, you, what, "What song was it? What song is it, Nick? Sing the move it song." King Julian. King Julian. Madagascar. Look it up. Look it up. Google it, and then sing it, and then sing it with Nick. <laughs> you should have a sing along episode. Just, oh yeah, yeah sing with Nick. <laughs> Anyways, real spotlight. Singing with Nick. (laughs) Singing with Saint Nick. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. (laughs) A bunch of Christmas songs too. (laughs) That's it. Turn it off. (laughs) Start over. (laughs) Anyways, this guy. All right. So I um last episode we went over the Hall of Faith. Yes. And um, faith is a key factor to having joy in the trials mm-hmm. or joy in a trial. Because like I, like I made the joke, if I didn't have faith in Jesus, I don't know where I'd be as far as emotionally, mentally, uh, physically. I know where I'd be spiritually. I wouldn't be alive. I'd be dead still. But now that I have Jesus, I'm able to... Uh, with that faith in Jesus, able to start fighting through or enduring those types of things, mm. uh, whether it be a mental trial, a physical trial, etc. So Romans 5, because mm. um, I love Romans, and Romans 5, uh, 1 through 4 is where I wanted it to go. Um, when I was 
when I was, uh, when I, when I got saved, when I got that justification, when I felt that peace from God, then I was able to start battling back against certain, uh, trials I was going through at the, at the time, as far as like, you know, mental health wise, um, physical things, et cetera, relational, et cetera. So, uh, Romans 5, 1 through 4 says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. So for me, the actual the title of this is Faith Brings Joy. And I, I thought that that was fitting for any trial is to have faith through it because it not only like the James says, the James verses say that it develops the endurance. It gives us patience through the trials that it, it talks about here too, that it develops the endurance, which then it develop the endurance develops the strength of character and the strength of character develops our confident hope of salvation, of being saved. So that's how you battle through those, you know, certain and specific trials is having faith and then able to look beyond the trial because you know eternity is a lot mm. farther and or it's a lot longer um than enduring this little trial here you know mm. no matter how big the trial is here we always know that god is way bigger mm. than that trial and he is our hope and what we have to look forward to yeah amen to that i like how um the nlt had worded the last verse five if you could read it again um so it says and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. His love. And then the New King James, it says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You see, it's that helper that prepares us and guides us and, and gives us that sustainability that we need. Mm -hmm. Right. But if we are not open and willing then we can check the Holy Spirit and then allow our own flesh to rise against the situation. Mm. And that's where that joy begins to get stripped from us. Mm -hmm. And we begin to, to, to see the world for what the world is, but accepting it right. Um, back in, uh, back in James chapter one, I just wanted to read, uh, verse 19 and 20, because there's, there's like a, a um, a consequence, which this is perfect that you went to five Romans five. There's a consequence of when you look to the right things, right? Because as this is titled, it says qualities needed in trials, right? Hmm. Uh, where James says, so then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So during that time, when you're seeking the spirit, these are the things that we have to do, mm. right? We have to mm. shut up, right? Or I'm serious, right? We have to shut up. I fail at step one. Right? Be quiet, right? Uh, yep. And don't act, right? <laughs> Deep sigh. <Strike> <laughs> Deep sigh. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> but 
because each of those we will not be able to exhibit, accept, receive, produce, share mm -hmm. the righteousness of God. We won't be able to do that because we are caught up in that flesh that's rising. Meanwhile, you know, Paul specifically says that, you know, that we have hope, mm -hmm. but that hope was given to us. Right. And that's that that'll be, you know, um, how can I put it like an able, it'll enable us through the Holy Spirit to, to be able to understand that. But as soon as our flesh starts to rise, like it's a, it's a problem. We have to yield to the spirit. We have to give those things over right away. You know, like what Nehemiah did in prayer, like he was broken and he just started praying, right? He could have rose up and be like, that's not cool. Not in my, not on my watch. Right. And could have rose up in the flesh and be like, Hey, I need like six armies and mm. we're going to go take care of business right now. Right? No. He knew that there was some rebuilding that needed to be done, right? And that was spiritual, physical rebuilding that needed to be done in the people and the land. Mm. And that's why he prayed. The same thing happens to us every time that flesh begins to rise. We need to stop, be quiet, don't speak, don't let the flesh rise. Spirit lead, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? Mm. And then just shut up and don't move until you're told to. Hmm. Uh oh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, no doubt. Because <laughs> yeah, even after it came off of my tongue, I was like, uh oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, but prayerfully, this conversation, um, one makes sense, but prayerfully, um, people can slow down if they are in that trial right now mm. and stop what they're doing. Don't act, don't speak, mm. and just listen for God's word because that's mm. when He speaks. I think the 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 loudest is when we're the quietest, mm -hmm. because uh, and I feel like that's that's uh, you know that worship time, that time of praise and and just waiting on Him. Which again, yes, is easier said than done, especially because we are very impatient people nowadays more than ever. Like our our. Uh, our want for self gratification is so immediate now. Ooh. Like, yeah, like we can't, we can't wait for nothing. Like, and I'm, you know, speaking from 100% guilt because I can't even wait in the line for something because I'm like, oh, okay, next one. That in itself will be a podcast. Yes. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. In and out is the only line worth waiting for, but everything else is, I can get somewhere else. So not church. <laughs> Why do I have to wait in line for church? Oh, folks, this is getting deep. Do you have to wait in line at church? We'll talk about that later. Nick. All right. I'll stay quiet on that. I'm like, I have something to say, but I'm not going to say it. I'm gonna, say, I'm do gonna, it, Nick. No, 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 I'm going to get no, Nick no. to flesh out right now. He's going to be enjoying this say? trial. What did the 119 say? Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. <laughs> so I, have to, I have to listen to that one. Huh. Um, but it, it we, um, that's where the, the those James verses, again, go back to because mm. the, the the faith when you know when your faith is tested and the endurance grows and fully developed we become perfect completely complete and needing nothing so that comes from being patient through things because a lot if not everything is out of our control you know we do have a free will to make decisions um, but we also have to know we can choose to make decisions, but consequences is not up to us. You know, mm -hmm. those, those are, uh, those are, those are up to God. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have to, you know, be, be patient through the trial and not try to humanly fix it. And I keep going back to mm -hmm. 
like the Abraham and Sarai thought because mm-hmm. they tried to do God's work yep. and then had a a son out of flesh, mm-hmm. which in, in to this very moment is still causing division within the world because mm-hmm. those ancestors are still fighting against God's people and, yep. and everyone, really. <laughs> um, and then when God worked, the promise came. Yeah. And they had to wait for that. Mm-hmm. But they weren't willing to be patient and wait mm-hmm. for that. So that was that. That's the example for us. Like, hey, let's not try to fix it. We know, you know, like we we have these urges or we see things and we need to fix them. We have stresses and anxieties because of these things that we don't have control over. But ultimately, if we are God's child, if we believe in him and have faith in him, he is going to provide and guide and protect. Mm -hmm. And the quicker we can have faith in that, the quicker we'll have the endurance, endurance to be patient through a trial. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought that Abraham and Sarai up too. Um, because it was also like um Joseph's situation in Genesis chapter fifty that made me think about like the, the joy and the trials, right? Um hmm. and while you were saying that, like it reminded me personally, like what if what if I didn't project my desired outcome? for situations, trials, whatever you call it, right? But yielded like to what the Lord wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's like a here's a spoiler alert. Like God's going to do what he is intending to do. Mm-hmm. We just get to be a part of it or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're either in the way or we're not. Yeah. We're a part or we're not, right? Mm-hmm. So I know, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, some conviction was being laid on my heart right now as you were speaking. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, like man. he's going to do what he's going to do. And that trial is preparing us for what ministry we have ahead. And we either accept it or we don't. And mm-hmm. if we truly want to be used by the Lord, then we do what James chapter 119 said and just shut up, be still, and wait mm-hmm. and see what he has. And sometimes that's tough because, like you said, um, we could be impatient, right? And I'm, I'm very impatient as well. Um, and I... Uh, like to be consistently doing something, moving, acting, like even I might be sitting still, right? But my mind is going 1 million for miles a minute. Yeah, for 100%. He's man. looking around like my mind is beating your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Running laps my, around your right, mind. Your mind and my mind just racing. You lost. Yeah, la- I lapped you. It wasn't even close. Yeah. You haven't left a start. Yeah. <laughs> and I lapped you. Yeah. I know how you work. All right, straight up, right? It was a competition. You didn't even know yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't know. You just <laughs> you got beat, though. You just got beat. Why are you smiling? I just beat you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's why you smile at me. Right. I, was wondering, I was wondering about that. I'm just sitting here smiling yeah, at Nick, just, like, whoo-wee. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind is slow. <laughs> Your mind <laughs> <laughs> But the the... The point I wanted to make was that um, we, like, we have to be mindful of his of his work and yielding to his to his desire because mm-hmm. he's going to do what he has set to do. We just have to be willing to allow those works and that process to take place. You know what I mean? Like, and for and I can only speak for myself here, but I'm always naturally trying to solve problems, mm-hmm. and I love it. Like that is my deepest 
passion right outside of the Lord is like solving problems. Like, Ooh, let's try that. Like, let's do this, this, this. Right. Mm. And I love to do that. Well, that is a very bad place to be when you desire to be you know, used by the Lord mm. because you're going to have problems and trials. Right. But they're not yours to solve. You know what I mean? So your boy, Justin has to throw it in neutral and then pump the brakes and slow down and wait and look around. Like I'm racing him. I'm racing. Him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyone keep up with he me? Can... <laughs> Definitely not that, but, uh, <laughs> but just the challenge of being still and knowing that he is the Lord therein, like that joy will be evident to others. Maybe not necessarily because of a grin that I have on my face, but the confidence and hope that I have and what he's going to do through it. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the key to the win mm. is, is having the faith and trust that he's going to provide and guide and protect mm -hmm. because, you know, Romans five, four, it, it said it, this, this hope we have will not lead to disappointment. Mm. And I like underlined it like four or five times. Cause I'm like, that is a promise from God that we have something to stand on because mm. it's not like he had, I mean, throughout the Bible, it talks about the plans he has for us, the hope and the, the, the promises that, given to us to have to look forward to that alone. If we can stay focused on those things, then we would have hope through the trial and joy mm. through the trial and patience through the trial. But like, you know, like say like social media or the news, like the more you watch things that are negative, <laughs> uh, the more you get stressed out yeah. and worried, anxious, like all these negative emotions come from, surrounding yourself with negative things mm. so if you start you know like uh the i don't know if it's junior high and high school or whatever it is but they have that detox yes. going on right now at church yeah. I um, think it's, it might be both yeah i think it, it i want to say it is flyer. junior high and high school both. yeah which praise god because someone had the the the, the heart and mind to see that uh this is it's a plague you know mm. like the the phones in general are a plague uh, because they um, are used more for evil nowadays than I think good. Um, mm -hmm. Because if we just went back to like normal calling or text phones, it like it would it would alleviate and remove a lot of problems people have nowadays because they get stuck on everything else your phone can do. Not mm -hmm. it's not the calling and texting part; it's everything else it can do: photos, uh, internet, the uh, apps, etc. Like it's just a you know, it's, it's open for you to do too much, really. Mm -hmm. It's too smart. It's mm -hmm. too much, um, information on it, mm -hmm. if, if that's possible. Um, but it's just when you are looking at something and you're not focused on something that is positive or something that does have a hope behind it, you're going to get distracted or lost in that moment, you know, or fall into that rabbit hole. Right. And like, that's what people make jokes about it, but mm -hmm. that's like a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like you, you lose hours of your day by falling into this quote unquote quote rabbit hole mm -hmm. of information or conspiracy or whatever it may be. When you come out of it, what did you gain from it? Yeah. Most of the time you just gained more worry about something that's going on or an anxiety from it. Mm -hmm. But if we just detox from these things, if we remove them and cut them out, um, even for a small amount of time, you'll see how, addicted you are because i'm speaking from like personal experience like i saw how addicted i was to certain apps and things when i started to like try to fast from it when mm -hmm. i started to try to remove it from 
my everyday life, um, I saw how much of a habit it was. Mm -hmm. And then I, tr I, you know, not perfect, obviously, but within with prayer, I heard the Lord tell me to start replacing those things with things that are of him. Mm -hmm. So it's a time of reading now, or it's mm -hmm. a time of worship in the car, a time of prayer, like where now I don't even have anything playing in the car because I'm just quietly praying or praying out loud sometimes. I, mm -hmm. I mean, even on the way here, I did that where I'm just, I pause everything and I just start outwardly praying mm -hmm. um, because it's just, I have to stay focused on Jesus one way or another, because mm -hmm. if not, the devil wants to distract you and trip you up along the way yeah and he's got those traps set oh yeah but, oh, yeah. but if your feet are shod you could just walk right over them yeah. right just walk right over them what, what was that, that? yeah uh, a flyer is it a squirrel or... <laughs> squirrel <laughs> squirrel <laughs> no but great all great points right even the fact that what those distractions can be because that's what the enemy's doing is setting those distractions because he is trying to steal, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. He's trying to steal your joy, um, kill your hope, right? And destroy your, your desire to seek the Lord. He is consistently trying to do that. But something else about like, you know, what we do with our time, whether it's phones, digital content, um, consuming entertainment, TV, movies. Mm. You know, I'm not saying not to do that stuff by any means, right? Because I do it as much as anybody else. Um, but my point being is the the time that you that you spent cannot be redeemed. Mm. But um, there's actual um, studies that have been done speaking to a couple of things. One, your retention, your ability to retain the what you're consuming is very low compared to what you think mm -hmm. and your recall on that mm. from a retention standpoint reduces the effectiveness of the time that you've spent consuming that information mm. and because of that you can basically deduce that you just wasted all that time you could have spent one minute and that's probably all you're going to be able to fully retain and then recall back at right. a given point in time to say that oh i I read this. I saw this. It's this thing that, you know, yeah. your ability to do that is significant. So it's all, it's a colossal waste of time. The interesting thing about when 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 we're talking with Jordan about the the detox um was I was thinking that's that's a great idea, right? Praise God you guys came up with that and the kids are going to step through it through this whole month. But like when when I go cuz I travel, when I go to airports, everybody's on their phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on their phone. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this is going to sound stupid, but like I could walk naked through the airport and I don't think anybody would notice because they're all on their phones. Yeah, they they're all on their phones. Like everybody's just, you know, and it's like a, it went from an option to like, this is how I, this is how I buy my time, right? This yeah. is how I bide my time. I just, I'm on my phone. I'm doing this. I'm looking up this and we, we're all, we're all guilty of it, mm -hmm. you know, to some extent, sure. but we have to be, we have to be mindful of how, those things can be a hindrance to our progress, our opportunities to minister, uh, but also, you know, it could steal our joy. Mm -hmm. And case in point, when people are sick, they go to Google and then Google tells them they have cancer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like every, everything ends all the way down to there when, you know, the bottom line is we shouldn't be seeking Google, WebMD or anything like that. Right. We, should, we should be like, Lord, this is the trial that I'm in help me find the joy right yeah it made, it made me it made me laugh right now with the the airport picture in my head oh yeah 
because I've heard, um, I don't know who said it, but uh, someone was using it in a, in a teaching about phones. Mm -hmm. And he, he was he was making the joke that that's all they do is worship their phone all day long. Mm. He's like, what do you do when, you, when you're holding your phone? He's like, you grab the phone with two hands and then he's oh. looking down. So he's like, Ooh. you're bowing at your phone. Yeah. And I was like, wow, mental picture, like to remember, you know, like, cause you can, and that's not just the airport. Like you can go to like the mall yeah. and you see people walking around with their head in their phone. They still have malls? I thought. I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I don't know. The pooch there. I don't know. You just you said it. And I was like, man, I haven't heard that word in a long time. I haven't been to one of those in a while. <laughs> right. He's like barbecue spot though. Right. I'm, hey, I'm there. Right. <laughs> they still have Wetzel's pretzels in those things. I hope so. Cinnabites. Oh, antiens, whatever. Yeah, the cinnamon ones. Oh, the cinnabites. Snaps. Get you some. We got, we always end up on food somehow. It's you, Nick. You do it to yeah, me. I'm fat. Sorry. You brought up the mall. <laughs> I'm fat. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah, we um, we as a society do have um, habits that need to be kicked, mm. and obviously the only ones that can do it is ourselves. So if we just try to focus our attention more on Jesus, then when we are in those trials or when we um, come up to the time of a trial, we mm. have the uh, you know we have the equipment and the ammo how how to battle it you mm -hmm. know and know how to battle it rather than getting caught off guard because like you know trials are inevitable obviously that's part of life in general you can either go through life bummed and kicking and screaming because you're going through life <laughs> or you can have a, a hope and a joy in jesus while we so you know pass through like we talked about in last episode like mm. as we're passing through do we stay heavenly minded while moving through or do we get stuck up in what the world and what um culture is doing because if we do that we would be very you know disappointed and depressed mm. and my i wanted to end with first peter 1 6 and 7 and it says to so be truly be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials mm. will show that your faith is genuine. Mm. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold through your faith, or though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. So that's, uh, you know, that's our heart, you know, our heart going through that fire, being refined to be the gold that God desires. Hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, I wanted to, there's, there's a couple of other places I was going to go, um, but I think I'm going to, well, I know, right? <laughs> got late. No, no, no it's, it's all good, sorry, man. Sorry. This, is, this is fantastic, man. Um, so Matthew chapter 25, and the reason I mentioned the other places really wasn't for any other reason, but to say that kind of wanted to build up to where Matthew chapter 25, I'm only going to read verse 21, but in Hebrews 13, seven, we could see about the obedience to those who, um, who have authority over you. Mm. Um, because that's an important part of being able to show joy on both sides. That's what Paul and Silas did to the Philippian jailer was they showed obedience and they stayed because that's where they were supposed to be. Mm us as um, those under authority at work, at church, um, in our lives, 
whether it's even, you know, police officers, judges, like people that have been given authority over us, we're to be submissive to them. The trials that we go through will be able, um, will be able to minister to those people the joy that we have in those situations, right? Mm-hmm. When things are tough at work, we are to show that joy and they're going to say, well, how are you okay with all this that's happening? Like, this is crazy. This is really bad. You're like, it could be bad, but you know, we're going to get through it. God's going to get us through this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go pray. You want to go pray with me? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's stuff like that. But because we do that, we become good stewards of what the Lord has given us, mm-hmm. including those trials, which is why James is able to say, count it all joy, because there's something good that's going to come of this. The Lord's going to do something. Mm. The parable of the talents brings that to light, specifically where, you know, Jesus looks at the one that did the most with the talents, right? Um, And he tells him, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. And then the the words that we all want to hear, enter into the joy Mm. of the Lord. Mm. That joy that we're talking about in these trials is that same joy and hopeful expectation of when we see Jesus face to face and we hear those words. Well done, yeah. That's the joy in the trials that we should be exhibiting. Uh, so that's what those are the verses I wanted to build up to. And our joy is the salvation. Right? Amen, brother. So if we look forward to that blessed hope, mm-hmm. we're equipped to endure what we are going through now mm. and um and if you need help with that talk to a brother or sister because mm-hmm. i don't know who all would hear this i can't just say hey come come to me and talk to me or come to justin and talk to me but if you know us do yeah, that us please up. do for like, sure don't, don't not do that mm. um but if we don't know you and you hear this um reach out to a, a good brother and sister one that'll uh listen and 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 um give you some some you know help and encouragement um in ways of the lord not mm. not the world amen because world advice is is no good trash trash like yeah brother lonnie said <laughs> love you Ronnie. love you lonnie only him yeah not me right. i love you more <laughs> all right uh let's pray dear jesus we just thank you for this time and we thank you for today and we thank you for uh, the joy that um, we have to look forward to, the, the joy that gets us through uh, every single day, the joy that gets us through every moment. We just thank you for entrusting us with all that you've given us, and we pray that we will be found faithful uh, when we meet you face-to-face and that we will um, enter in that 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 joy of uh, of you, Lord. We just thank you for that. We thank you for the the hope and the promises that you give us throughout the, through your word that— um, helps strengthen us and gives us that patience to endure uh, what we may be going through. We thank you for our families. We thank you for those that are listening. And we just pray that you continue to protect us, but also continue to draw us closer to yourself every day. We thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you. And so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.